The Red Rum Theater, episode 101, Fargo. Wouldn't that have been funny if we would have done 101 Dalmatians? <laughs> and like did like a whole setup and then be like, nah, we're just playing. <laughs> Dude, you're so stupid. Okay, do the intro, my okay. bad. Hey, welcome to Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanis. And I'm going crazy. Antonio Marino. Antonio Marino. This quarantine got me like, what? <laughs> so, every month we look at... One of the movies that helped raise us up. Talk about how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we're going the movie Fargo and how it taught us what a beautiful, loving marriage really is. Now, before we get into the movie, how the crap are you handling this coronavirus? Thing? I just got laid off Friday, so this is new. Man, so like, but you know, what being was like, out there with yeah, it. What was it like being out there? Tell us, like, what it's like as a trucker being out there, what was it like? Was there any changes from, like... Pre to post. Here's the problem. People are too dumb to go along with what people want. So, I mean, I'd be at a factory or a warehouse dropping off a load of, like, something for Dollar General or something for Costco. Mm-hmm. And all the drivers are standing right by each other talking. They're from different states. I'm just like, no. oh, my gosh, dude. No way, I dude. I just sit in my truck, man. I'm just like, you guys are idiots. And they're all standing out talking to each other. And I'm just like, you guys are crazy. But, I mean, long lines three, four hours to get loaded and get out of there. I mean, it was nuts. Holy cow. And so people might wonder, well, how could a trucker be laid off? Because I drive for a small company and a lot of the, a lot of trucking companies have dedicated um, customers. Well, if all these customers are shut down, then all the companies are bidding on the same loads. Right. So we're a small company with a big overhead. We can't bid on a job that literally dropped their price by 20% because there's so many. So it's, a lot of the brokers are screwing people, paying them, you know, less because they can get away with it because more, you know, companies are bidding on it. And there was just a shortage of work that we could actually afford to do. So he figured, you know what, rather than giving you guys 20 hours a week, um, let's just lay you guys off. You can take advantage of what's going on right now. And then uh, it's only going to be like two or three weeks, though. When the when the state starts to opening up, our customers will start opening up, right? Which will bring us back to a lot of our dedicated routes that we had before. Okay. So now I can sit around for a couple weeks and chill. Finally, after now, being out there in the jungle, dude. Welcome to the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, uh, no people might wonder where's the episode of Red Rum Theater been. People been looking like I'm like where where's the episode at? Listen. We were planning to do the episode on Sunday, and Thursday, I, I fell to a fever because I stinking got the coronavirus. Dang, Gina. So it knocked That's crazy, me. It knocked man. me down, and I Tony couldn't. I, we couldn't film. I couldn't even do it. I, I dropped stuff off on your porch and had to roll out. Dude, we were in a crazy isolation quarantine. Our whole house is just just in the last few days. Have I been Too cleared? Hot. Too hot, homemade. <laughs> I've been cleared by by the Jesse County Health Department to go outside again. It's been nuts, and I'm still wearing a mask. I'm still being very careful. I don't want to get no give nobody this disease. You ain't got no disease, fool. I'm just afraid the germ would be still on me. It's and I'll over be like, now, though. 
I know what, it, dude, it's, it, it's been a heck of a time. So the reason this episode is so late is because I was stinking in isolation, quarantined, and for two or the three weeks, I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't, I, I couldn't have done it. Yeah, a- you were jacked, dude. I was like, damn, this fool's dying, dude. Holy dude, I was, crap. I was sleeping like crazy, hurting, not being able to breathe real good. It was a hard dude, time. Dude, every time you'd like try to put a um, sentence out, you'd be coughing, coughing. I'm just like, damn, dude, just text me. And you, you're so stupid. I'd, I'd call you once in a while, and you start getting me laughing. I would go these coughing Dude, fits. I was like, oh, no, he's going to go. <laughs> he'd start doing that. I'm coming home. Oh. <laughs> but that's what, that's our our coronavirus story. Hopefully, you are, are treading the water well. Uh, hopefully, doing well as a family. Hopefully, there's money coming in for your family to survive. Hopefully, you're not going to cr- stir crazy being home. It's kind of nice that the weather's getting a little better. I think like my kids can go outside and play. Yeah. Um, we're going on bike rides, um, so it's been a little better. But it's still. A, I, I'm just like I feel like Rip Van Winkle. I feel like I just woke up, and it's all new for me. But I've, everyone's I've, been living in this for six weeks. I've only missed two days of work so far, and I'm like, I can't wait to get back to work. Like, this is crazy, dude. <laughs> well, dude, you've worked your whole life. I know, dude. Like you. Like, what's how, how the longest you've ever been without a job? Your whole, since, you were, since you're 14? Two months, maybe. A month. A month? When that When I moved to Texas. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But then I got the worst job possible. So then I was like, uh, being off work wasn't that bad, dude. <laughs> so we're back. Red Rum. Hope to throw episodes at you on schedule. And maybe give a couple, like, extra ones. Just because right now we're on quarantine. Might as well send you some extra Ain't love. nothing to do, from man. the Red Rum Brothers. Um, so this movie, I watched this the day before I got sick, basically. And yeah, I, we were all pumped, dude. We were dude, ready to go. I'm glad you started getting sick because I would have got it if we would recorded. If it. we, you would, I would have gave it to you. and You would have hated. I'm like you, bitch. Then <laughs> 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 I'd still be. I'd be. I'd have been off for two weeks. All right. I'd be oh crazy. man, you'd be going nuts, dude. Now this movie, Fargo, was released June seventh, night. 1985. I, I got the wrong date Man, on here. You're stupid. I got it right here, dude. Okay. 1996. 96. I'm 16. You're 15. Mm-hmm. This movie has a 93% of Rotten Tomatoes. Directed by Ethan and Joel Cohen, the Cohen brothers, who listen. It's very possible the Cohen brothers might be my favorite directors of all time. Um, it's very possible that your uh, half of the Red Rum Theater agrees with you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, of the top three, they're definitely in it. Top three, the Coens. Dude. Well, yeah, if you say three. I mean, Lebowski. You got Raising Arizona. You got this. You Raising got Arizona is amazing. Miller's Crossing. You, I mean, there's so many good, great movies they've done. Dude, I love what the Coen. They got True Grit, that remake they did. I mean, they, they've made some great films, dude. I love me. I love me, the Coen brothers. And this movie, they are firing on all cylinders. What these guys can do better than anybody else. They create a world that you believe truly exists. Yes. Like these okay, people. Okay, I got a quick story for you. Go ahead. That's what I was looking for. Um, do you know why Bill Murray did Garfield the movie? I heard this. It's done by a guy whose name is Cohen. Joel Cohen. And he thought it's a it different was different Cohen. He thought it was it, He called, thought it was a Cohen brother and it was going to be like an eerie Garfield movie. So he did that movie. <laughs> Dude, poor Bill Murray, dude. Um, hating life, but, dude. Um, yeah. Raising Arizona is one of my favorites of all time. Um, what's that one? Oh, brother, we're out there. Oh my gosh! There's a, a like a dark feel to his to the movies to the Coen Brothers movies that are just, it's. I mean, the uh, he, he likes to use a lot of the same actors too. Oh, it's great. Yeah, they, he's they're one. They're some of the best. 
Uh, I love them. Mine, my two favorite are Quentin and um, Wes Anderson. I, it's, it's been that way for years, dude. Cohen's fight over third. There's a, a, a three is hard. Top three is yeah, real tough. Is. Dude, I think Quentin's in my top three too, man. Oof, man. I, I, I love him. He's just a weird dude. <coughs> he used to work at Blockbuster in Hollywood, dude. And now <laughs> his he's story's been... amazing, dude. It's 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 great. And uh, just so in case people are wondering, I'm coughing because I drank my water too fast. I don't have the, <laughs> I don't have the Rona. You can't even have allergies nowadays, dude. People you cough or sneeze. People look at you. I do it too. Dude signing my paperwork at work. He he sneezes. I'm like, you gonna give me that paper for? Now this movie won two Academy Awards. It was nominated for like six. Francis McDormand. It won uh, Best Actress. Francis McDormand. Yep. She. She murders this movie. Murders. She plays a pregnant cop who's like a high up cop. Is she the chief? I think she. she, she, She's high up. The thing is about her is that she's not your average. We'll get to her. And also won Best Original Screenplay. And sticking William H. Macy lost Best Supporting Actor to who? Cuba Cuba Gooding from Jerry Maguire. You weren't beating Jerry Maguire this year. Cuba Gooding, show me the money. You ain't beating that. That that performance was incredible. He won the Oscar? For best supporting actor, he dude. I we mean, still I'm, I'm quote you, that movie. I'm telling you, the scene when he gets his contract on TV. I mean, you're not beating that. Dude. You're not beating that performance. Dude. When they come out and they're just looking at each other, dude, they hug and the oh, and the stinking other agent. <laughs> like, well, we like that. He goes to hug him and pushes him away, dude. Dude. Is that Jay Moore's? Whatever? Jay Moore, yeah. yeah. Dude, it was great. You're not beating that movie. Yeah, Dude, I, I agree. You can't be Cuba Gooding that year. Cuba no, Gooding's supporting Because it. number one, Cuba Gooding, the, number one, the performance. Number two, it's a, you connect with it. Yes. With William H. Macy, you hate him. Oh, my and He's gosh. so good, but you hate him. So if you're giving me you know apples and oranges like that. I'm going Cuba because I feel better. Right, big time. The Cuba Gooding dude, when he's got ants in his stinking house, dude. I got ants. <laughs> and you see the. How about when he got hurt and his brother's like, oh, he's told me he's too small. Now his wife freaks on him. Oh, my gosh. Oh. The big old brother sitting on the couch at their house. Mm-hmm. At their house. Okay, anyways. um, So, let's get into the, first of all, this movie. The cast. A lot of small actors, okay? But wow, does he choose some great people that put in these performances that, okay, we'll show with William H. Macy as Jerry Lundegaard. One of the most hated. Unreal how much I hate him in this movie. And what's great about William H. Macy, Jerry Lundegaard, you don't know what happens with him. You don't know why. No, no. All you know is he needs money. Mm-hmm. And he's gotten lots of money already. He's turning all those paperwork for fake, like, fake cars. Yeah, he got yeah. like 100 grand for that, right? He was trying to do something to cover all his bets, cover all his debt. He, but his he's debt just, is gigantic. He is just a serial gambler, or something's happening. It's got to be gambling. He's it's just, not drugs. It doesn't no, seem no, like it's gambling. He's an idiot. He's just a. He's just a. Just a. In his position, playing it straight, he'd have a great life. Straight up, made it. his wife loves him. He he's got he runs a stink. He's the manager of a car dealer. Yep. I mean, he's, you know he's making good money. Yes. Got, they got a nice house. His poor wife. Oh my god. He's just a he's just a piece of garbage, dude. And he has to be a piece of garbage. Not just he's not just robbing the man. He's robbing families, dude. He's robbing dude. There's a there's a scene. Okay, now Fargo takes place in Minnesota. And listen, I've never heard that accent in real life. But you hear this movie, you believe it exists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
That's a Uper accent. It's crazy. That it's, accent, it's a northern it's, state accent. It's unbelievable. It's like almost Canada. And everyone is kind of like real polite. Real the, proper. Polite kind. There's a scene where Jane Lundergaard ripping off this family with the true coat. True coat. Hey, with that true coat. I mean, they put that in on the factory. I can't do nothing about that true coat. <laughs> and, uh, what an idiot. I mean, he's dude, almost convincing himself of his lies. Dude, he's lying and he calls this poor family in. They drive in. He called me said, yeah, come on down. It's all ready to go. <laughs> and when he gets, he, he gets so mad, he swears. And because, because he says, listen, I know we agreed at this price, but it's got to be this price. Because the true coat. There's a true coat, which means he's literally just, that's just a check for him. Yes, he's taking that money off the top for himself. Yes. He, dude, that, that the, the husband swears. It's the husband and the wife there, and she's like trying to calm him down. Dude, he says the F word, but he says, and when he says it, you see. It's almost like forking. You're, you're a liar. You're a forking liar. <laughs> and she's like, oh, honey, oh. And like, he's trying to calm him down. When he says it, he cussed him even, even William H. Macy's he's like, oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> he swears like I would swear. Like, yeah, he, I know. You see, he, had, he pauses, and he's just like, he has no other word to say. He's just, he swears like Mel Gibson on Insights. On sight. <laughs> I swore. I heard. <laughs> Everybody. He's, He's a Robin. piece of garbage, dude. He has so many scams. Even Buscemi is like, what are you doing? Like, I don't understand. You just dude, seem okay. like a regular First dude. First of all, let's start. Like, well, listen, we're all over the map, but listen, the opening scene, you know where you live. It's awesome. Like, opening scene, it's cold. It, dude, it Driving is Driving so through the snow. Dude, dude, I, I was in a blanket. Dude, watch this movie in the spring or the summer and you you feel like you can see your breath. Dude, it's... They, they make this movie, they make you... It, it, you feel it in your bones. What's funny movie. is for, for like, Southerners, they understand a lot of things. For us, for Northerners, yeah. there's parts we laugh at just, like, scraping the ice off yeah. your car. There's oh, a scene man. where he's... He gets so mad, he starts beating the windshield with a scraper. We've all been there! Oh, man. And then, because you're thinking about how cold your hands are. Dude, okay, quick story. When I was driving trucks across country, I was in Wisconsin. In how long ago was this? 10 years ago? This is 13 years ago. 14, wow. 14 years ago this summer. June 6th, 06, I got my CDL. Okay. How unlucky is that number? 6606. Oh, my gosh. So, my first cross-country job driving, I get a job with a... Uh, by yourself. First by, by myself. So, it was uh, months before I decided to take a job cross-country. I just did, like, some Class B stuff just so I'd stay home. But then I said, you know what? I got a Class A. I went to school. I got my CDL. I might as well use it. So, I got a job with TMC. It was a job where you can, you can be home on the weekends, but you're gone all week long. Sometimes you'd be gone two weeks, but, you know, whatever. Yep. It's not that bad. So in January, they send me up to Wisconsin. <laughs> and I'm picking up a load. And now with TMC, it's flatbed, so you have to not only chain the load down, but then you have to put a tarp over top. Then you Wait, have the tarps to, over the chains? Tarps over the chains, over the load, so that none of the elements get to the, to the steel. Oh, shoot. Okay. So it is probably six – or no, no. Eight, nine at night, wind is going nuts. I'm north of Green Bay. Oh I my am gosh, out there Tony. On the side of the road, tarping this load, hands frozen. I got my bungee cords out, getting ready to, to just get one end down. I get the tarp, roll it over the whole load. The wind catches it while I'm trying to put bungees on, just takes it right off the truck into a snowbank. On the side, like like down into the snow. Like I have to literally climb down to get it. 
So it the wind takes it. It's in the snow. It's probably 12 degrees like without the wind chill. So you're probably talking negative 6, negative 10. Yeah, yeah. So cold. I look at it, and in my mind, I quit. I was like, I quit. I'm not. I'm looking at that I quit. chart. I quit. I quit, <laughs> quit Mister White. So I'm looking at that tarp in the snow. In my mind, I quit this job because I'm so cold. My hands are numb. My truck's still running, nice and warm. I look at that tarp, and I had literally had to to physically tell myself, go get in the cab, sit cab as in the truck. Yeah, go sit in the truck, thaw out. That tarp is not going to beat you. I had to go sit in the truck for about 25 minutes, thaw out, put on my big boy pants, grab it, drag it out of the snow, and start over on that mug, dude. That cold is how I felt watching this movie, dude. dude. The opening scene. Just, that- you're just like, how is this not emergency conditions? Dude, this is just life. Driving, the wind is ripping, driving through that cold, just only like the road. You see the dust of the snow just yes. going from one end to the other just we've, go i mean we know it. this so watch michiganders it. know this so he gets to this bar in the in Fargo. and what's funny is the only scene in the movie in fargo is that opening scene yes but they they basically the Cole brothers said the the name fargo is better than the name called brainerd they call it him really brainerd. Is. fargo's a way better name so he gets to fargo goes in and he meets buscemi and he meets the uh the other the other the, the it's buscemi and it's uh, Grimsrud, 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 and so. But now, what one thing that I didn't know was Shep Proudfoot vouched for Grimsrud. I thought he vouched for Buscemi. No, he said I don't know the. Uh, he he vouched for Grimsrud. No, that's the one he vouched for. No way. Yes, he vouched for that psycho. Yes, that's the one he vouched for, not Buscemi. I always misunderstood that. <laughs> so I did I until the last time I just watched it. Wow! Because Shep is an ex-con. He's out of prison. Now you you see when he beats down Buscemi, what kind of person he is. He's a get things done guy. Yes, he's very good at his job. Am I right or am I wrong? I thought he said I vouch for Grimsrud. I didn't know the other guy. I can't remember the scene. I I just assume I made an assumption. I always assume that it's. I'm gonna watch it again I'm because watch. remember he gets on the phone. He says that your buddy Shep. Proudfoot, I got something for him too. Oh my gosh! Wow, I'm almost positive he does say that. Yeah, because Shep- I got something for your buddy Shep Proudfoot. Wait, 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 wait. No, because Shep beats up Buscemi. That's what I'm saying. I thought he beat Buscemi because his friend who messed him he up beat up Buscemi because he's the one that's got the loose loose ends. The Okay, we gotta figure this out. I'm gonna watch this on YouTube and try to watch. It. I, I'm gonna watch. It. I, I, I want the movie. I'm gonna pause watch this tonight. right now. Okay, pausing it. Pausing now. My mind is blown. Shep knew the psycho. He knew the psycho. That's why he beat down Buscemi because he didn't know Buscemi, and Buscemi is one of the reasons that all this heat's coming on him. And it's it's true. Okay. Oh my because, gosh. But uh, Grimshrewd is a psycho who's just. Get cool. the job done. He don't care. He ain't going Gets out. Job he ain't done. showing his face in no public places. Buscemi's going out getting hookers, doing all kinds of stuff. Going to the bar, complaining about being at the at the cabin board. How, how do they you, get him? How do you think they get him? That scene with that old man is funny. He's telling so. So uh, she told me just, I should call. Uh, so I call. He's like, 
So uh, that's the story. <laughs> that's how he ends his story. <laughs> this little guy, uh, I don't know, the whole movie, this poor guy, the whole movie, his description is, I don't know, funny looking. <laughs> he's kind of funny looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny, Buscemi? He's kind of funny looking. He's, hey, that's how he made his living, dude. Um, but uh, Stephen, opening scene, Macy walks in this bar and meets these two criminals. And they don't... And Grimshred is literally sitting there falling asleep. Dude, what's crazy is... Within seven minutes, you Which, know. Which, by the way, that dude is an insanely good actor. Yes, he is. He even he literally. And okay, I'm going to get tons of hate for this, but I loved Armageddon. He was so good in Armageddon. Oh my god! Listen, I hate Armageddon. How? It's a two-hour trailer. It's amazing. Literally, every scene is. Angie and I watched it once, and we timed to every explosion. And literally, I think we never went more than four minutes without something exploding. Four minutes. Well. There was no t- no time for bathroom breaks. That was there. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the Russian in it. I love he's so and good. I love Buscemi in it too. Oh, Buscemi's in that with him too, and in the Big Lebowski with him. Bro, they got a history, dude. He's good. Lebowski. He's a nihilist. So Remember funny, the nihilist? Dude. I believe in nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh shoot! But uh, so he meets so Lebowski it, alone puts those brothers in my top three, dude. Dude, I'm thinking so anyway, straight up. So opening scene, he meets the bad guys, the criminals. And well, your effing wife. <laughs> <laughs> and you realize he wants to kidnap his wife. And you're like, and so within like five minutes, you know the story. And like, this is weird. It, just like you, these criminals don't understand why you're doing mm-hmm. this. They're like, why don't you just ask your dad for the money? Yeah. No, he's like, because they, they know that they're getting the money from the dad. Or, or your effing wife. No, but that's a whole nother... I'm not going to get into it. And then Buscemi's like, listen, you want us to do this for you, but you can't tell us what's going on. Ah, screw it. Show me that stinking Oldsmobile. Show me that car. Yeah. Burt Sierra. <laughs> Dude. The writing's genius. So the movie starts, and you know the you know the stakes. You know, okay, he hired two guys to kidnap his wife. This is going to go terrible. This is going to be off. You and know the movie, off the grip is going to be It's hard. To, you can't really... Is it a drama? Is it a thriller? Is it a comedy? It's all of the above. It's everything. It just, it's just literally people being people. Which oh, is- she hung on really hard. <laughs> that Chinese guy. Oh. oh, she hang on really hard, Margie. Oh, Margie. So- <laughs> I'm just so lonely. He's like, he goes and says, she's like, why don't you go back over there? He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. No, I just don't want to. I want to be able to look at you. I don't, you know, turn my neck. You know, she's all pregnant. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so Macy plays Jerry Lundegaard, and the guy has so many scams going. He's trying to drop his father-in-law. He's robbing the car dealership. Oh, insane, dude. He's robbing. He's he's robbing the customers. He's robbing everybody everywhere, and he's just falling further into his pit. Because Ben, he has. How much did like he needs like a million dollars or something crazy like that? He's already stole a hundred thousand here, two hundred thousand yeah, there. Yeah. That's huge money. It's huge money. But then you have Steve Buscemi as Carl. Listen, oh, we're in Flint Town. We just heard us thinking like a, a shotgun. Boom, yeah, <laughs> that thing went right by the window, dude. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. Macy has a lot of good movies. One you've not seen, Tony, he is brilliant in Magnolia. Brilliant. Okay. I'll watch um, it while we have... There's a scene uh, in in Magnolia. He plays... There's a story of a a kid who was a wonder... Quiz kid Donnie something. And uh, he's... And and that's Steve... Or that's 
uh, William H. Macy growing up. William H. Macy's also in The Cooler, which is a weird movie. He's in um, Thank You for Smoking. He plays the senator from Wisconsin. Remember, uh, did you ever see Thank You for Smoking? No. He plays the senator from Wisconsin. They're blowing up the, the tobacco companies. And they go to court to blow the tobacco companies up. And sneaking, um Aaron Eckhart comes at Eric, Macy. I know he's in it. And Aaron Eckhart is like, listen, we may have done, we may have killed some people with our tobacco. We've done nothing compared to what your Wisconsin cheese has done in the arteries of America. And, dude, it, 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 it's like Macy can't even understand what's happening. He turns the whole crowd against Sounds like politics. It, it, dude, it's great, dude. Have you ever seen Happy Texas? No. With, uh, is that um, that thing you do, guy? Yes. Steve Zahn? Yes. Never saw it. When Macy Macy plays a gay uh, sheriff <laughs> who falls in love with one of the guys. It's so funny. Okay, he's also been in some bad ones like Mystery Men and Jurassic Park 3. Listen, don't even start hating on Wild Hogs, dude. I didn't hate on Wild Hogs! I love that movie. You know what movie I didn't like was Pleasantville. Oof. I didn't like how the movie... I didn't like it either. I thought the ending when she had like both the men and is like, Kim, what is happening? That's, uh, what's her name, right? Um, Nicole? Is it Renee? I don't know who it is. It's um, Kidman. It's not in it? I don't know. I don't think so. No Blonde, lie. plastic face. Oh, that's the one with Tobey Maguire, right? Yes, the okay, color okay, black okay, and white. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking about the, uh, what is the one I'm thinking of with the all the housewives are like fake. Oh, that's um Stepford Wives. Stepford Wives. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, so Steve Buscemi plays Carl. Now Steve Buscemi, we love Buscemi. We've been oh Buscemi, my god, we've been Buscemi fans for a, for for a long time. I'm talking Ghost World. I'm talking... Ghost World was great. Yeah! Oh, my gosh, dude. Weird, but great. So so artsy, dude. Scarlett Johansson and... Um, and the girl from American Beauty. Thora Birch. Yeah. And Thora Birch. Steve Buscemi. Um, you have... Listen, he, he, him and the Coens love being together. Lebowski, he's... Buscemi and Lebowski is unreal. He's on... Dude, Donnie. He plays Donnie, dude. He's amazing. <laughs> Poor Donnie. Oh, he's I am the walrus. I am the walrus. <laughs> he keeps on coming in, dude. <laughs> Goodman's such a D-bag to him. Oh, Goodman's so mean to him, dude, dude. It's funny. We all have a friend like that. We all have that friend. Yeah, we do. Now, Buscemi also made a big career for himself in Adam Sandler comedies. He just loves being he in them. He is so funny in everyone. When he plays the psycho that puts the lipstick on. Listen, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen, dude. It was the first oh. and the best. Oh! When he like, music, music is playing, he turns the radio. Does he turn the radio up before he puts the lipstick on? Yeah. What song is playing when he puts the lipstick on? But he just is like, he puts it on all terrible. Is it that? Hello, is it me you're looking for? Is it that song? I no, it's not. I think it is. <laughs> um, I'm almost positive. Okay, so that's um, the what's his name, the dude from the Commodores, right? Yeah, it's uh, Lyle Ritchie. Lyle, Lyle Ritchie. Yep. I think it's it. I don't know. Okay, so we already talked about how we loved him in Big Fish. We love yeah. him in The Wedding Singer. Dude, I loved him in Con Air. I, I, don't, I don't like Con Air, but I he was he, so good at Con Air. He plays that psycho psycho. It's all like in the, like, like locked up and has a face he mask. He is incredible. When Ving Rhames undoes the chain and then goes back like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And there's that scene. John Stinkin' was like, I love your work. <laughs> Dude, him and the little girl, that scene bothered me. I 
I was going to murder her. the whole world. Oh, my God. Listen, that movie, like, Nick, Nick Cage, his accent was terrible. I told you to step away from the bunny. <laughs> You're like, whoa. <laughs> Mullet with the bulging biceps. Dude, dude, almost a skullet. His hair was so thin oh, up yeah. top. Oh, cooey. Dude, um, dude, Chappelle gets bites it bad in that one. Your mouth smell like you uh, You just ate some cheese. He told me he loved me. <laughs> <laughs> John Cusack's crazy. God, that was Chappelle, dude. Dude, uh, he told me. Oh, that's so oh, That's terrible. Oh, that movie's so stupid. What's with it? Cyrus the Virus. Cyrus the Virus. Uh, Trejo was in it. Yeah, Trejo was in it. Um, Stinking. <laughs> Buscemi, though, also has a great, uh, he's a great career as a uh, voice guy. He's great in uh, Monster House and Monsters, Inc. Oh, he does uh, voices. You know what? He was also great in Reservoir Dogs. Man. He was great in Reservoir Dogs. insanely good in Reservoir Dogs. And you know what? He is a professional. At the the end, he's the only guy that gets out, doesn't he? He gets out of it alive? No, he gets shot because he runs out and you hear all the gunfire outside. Right, but he makes it out of the room. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you hear that raining gunfire. Oh, yeah. Oh. That movie... It's so good. Oh, I had a buddy who there, there's these lists going around on Facebook. Um, top 10 things that everybody likes that I hate. Did you see that? Yeah. One of my friends put Reservoir Dogs on there, and I literally was like, I look at you different now. Oh, my god! Like, I gosh. will never look at you the same. If so, dude, I once date was talking to a girl. Starting to have a few, few dates, you know? And she's like one of my favorite movies of all time, and I never called her back. Which one? Life is Beautiful. Oof, what a good movie. That's when I actually read. Okay, I have to give an honorable mention. Well, not honorable mention, but just our homie. Johnny Short is so excited about this podcast. He told us we have to watch Parasite. So I'm going to take his word for it. I'm going to read that movie tomorrow. Just What's it on? Is it on anything? Or you run it's it? on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? It's on Hulu right now. So I think I'm going to watch it. It won Best Picture, it. man. So I mean, if you like reading. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I don't like. It's about like rich and poor. I hate that crap. Because I was Poe. <laughs> I love rich bitches. <laughs> Next, we got Peter Stormare as Gare Grimsrud. Listen, this guy. You're at right, Armageddon. He's great. Grimsrud, he's man. good in Minority Report as a crazy doctor. Oh, oh he's, a, he's the one that put the uh, sandwich in the fridge. And the old milk. Oh, ah. Dude, it's green. The milk is green. He doesn't know until he's under the a knife. That, he's, he's like... He, like, he put me away. He's like, I tell you something. We 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 met before. No! <laughs> it's and Minority Report was way ahead of its time, bro. That movie, watching again, it is that movie is incredible. It makes me remember how much I actually like uh, Colin. He's uh, a good actor. What's his last name? Colin, not Colin Firth. Colin Farrell. Is it Colin Farrell? Something like that. Yeah. Um. Now, if you like Colin Farrell. Or you don't like Colin Farrell, you need to watch. What's that movie with Jeff Bridges where he's the songwriter? The country movie. Yeah. Heart. Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart. Have you seen Crazy Heart? You do watch it. I watch it the next day. You do me watch it. I watch it the next day. How amazing was that movie? He was so... And I love that he gave his his mentor. Yeah. He gave him a shot. gave him a shot, dude. And he's got that sound guy and he's just, just arguing with him and he tells him... It sounds good out here. I think his name's Bear, and he and Jeff Bridges is like, listen, just appease an old man. I don't. You just 
do what I'm telling you to do. He's just an old, stubborn dude. But Colin Farrell was the young yes, breakout he was. star. That, that's the a breakout country star, man. It was great. Listen, then we're going to go. Let's go to our girl, Fred McDormand. Dude, as Margie Gunderson. the Three Billboards movie? I didn't see the Three Billboards Unbelievably movie. Unbelievably good. What's the, what's, the, what's the story of the movie? The whole, okay. She Is there like kid murdered? Her daughter gets murdered, and she doesn't think that the police did enough. So she puts billboards out tearing down the sheriff. Oh, my And the sheriff gosh. is Woody Harrelson. No, it's it not. It is in that movie. I thought the sheriff was um was uh <laughs> um the bad guy Iron Man two the rich guy how you Tony Stark Mickey Rourke not Mickey Rourke that's that's a that's a, that's a no no uh Rockwell Rockwell Sam Rockwell. Rockwell is just a deputy that's an asshole is he good at it oh my gosh by the end of the movie you love him but he's a piece of trash dude I if you can play a good a hole Rockwell is just a great actor. They're talking about him as one of the frontrunners to play Joe Exotic, dude. He would burn the world down! Put a mullet on him, dude. Everyone was like, how about Davis Payne? He's like, no, that's Joe Dirt 3. No. <laughs> you know there was a Joe Dirt 2? I've heard of that. Ugh. Dude, there's so I watched like 10 minutes of Anchorman 2, and I'm like, this I is... I won't do it. And I won't even watch... I watched 10 minutes of Dumb and Dumber, or no, Dumb and Dumber 2, T-O. No way. Worst thing I've ever seen. Zoolander 2 was terrible. Oh, I didn't even try it. That didn't even try that. it. Uh, Boondock Saints too. You know how I feel about that one, dude. Frances McDormand, she, she is a gangster on listen, screen, bro. She, she's a weird protagonist because she's not strong. She's not the best at anything. She's a good person who can do her job well. She's a genuinely kind-hearted yeah, person. She's a good person, and you see, and she, you know, she's a good cop. She's a dark yes, she is. She's putting things oh, together. I don't think I agree with your police work over here. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Dude, she, she finds the, that, like, that scene when the cop pulls over Buscemi. And Buscemi, an idiot, he's like, I'll handle this. And he has the, the money out of the top of the wallet. What an idiot. I figured we just handle it right here in Brainerd. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And dude, his boy Grimsrud, he does handle it. Yeah, he does. Grabs him. He said, you better handle it. That was messed up, dude. That whole scene. And then Buscemi's pulling the body. And that, listen, that poor, overweight guy drives by. And he's just staring, like, with his mouth open, like, what's happening? You know what that guy looked like? You know what he reminded me of? What? You remember that movie, The Ref? Yeah. You remember the brother-in-law who's, like, super happy and his wife's real mean to him and mean to the kid? And then after all the arguing, Kevin Spacey says, we're getting divorced. And he's like, why? <laughs> That's what he reminded me of. <laughs> but that poor guy driving up with his sister in the car. And he's just looking. And she's pregnant, ain't she? I don't think so. I, I think she was pregnant. Regardless if she's pregnant or not, that poor guy drove by the wrong place at the wrong time. And he drove. And, and here's the thing. He slowed down. No, here's the thing. Now, being a truck driver, this is, my, this is one thing that I hate. Don't be a stinking gawker. Just mind your business and go. That, there's literally, there's an ICP song. And he says, <laughs> ICP. He's, ta- he's talking about. Also known as the Insane Clown the, uh, now, now, people say that they have guilty pleasures. No, I love ICP. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> no it. guilt about it. I'm like uh, underground the juggalo. Great Malenko. <laughs> my, I'm, I'm, my juggalo name's Chico Love, okay? So, so, in this song, he says, the gawkers drive by, uh, like, going super slow. 
hoping to see a mangled body show. Like, like he's thinking he's, you know, there's an accident. Everybody's slowing down. He finally gets up to it, and it's on the other side. That's how bad gawkers are. Heck yeah. They, they stop up traffic. They, they're nosy. For this dude, miles. This dude's driving. Miles. miles. This dude's driving by super slow, nosy, trying to see what's going on. And he's like, oh, crap. And they try to roll out, and he probably hits an ice pack. He makes eye contact with the bad guy. Idiot. And there's blood everywhere. He's moving the body. And look at the body. Look at him back to the body. That's how slow he's going. He's like, oh, oh, ooh. And that, this guy can't drive at all. He's no. driving, and he loses, he loses control. control Listen, in the winter, though, you said if you lose it. I, I do, I, I've done it. Talking trash. F-59, I was driving down F-59. I'm, because all those... Just randomly lost it. Go fully around, hit the curb, then drove away. Like you just lose it. And then you're driving around like acting like nobody's seen you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the worst part about losing it is being seen by others, dude. Seen by everybody. Because you know every other time you see somebody lose it, you go, Dumbass! Ah, <laughs> learn how to drive! Hey, hey, they guess they forgot how to drive in the winter. Every year it snows. <laughs> guess they forgot how to drive. Ah, and then you're in the ditch, you're like, Damn! <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly, dude. That's exactly what it is. Oh. But, uh, dude, Grim's Rideau just gets in the car. He's brutal. Hunts dude. them down. And with the thing, she, that's like she finds him the next day and looks at the scene and puts it all together. How about when he says, Oh, yeah, so uh, he's only got DEL written down for the lace plate, which means he probably just got started and didn't finish it. She's like, Actually, I think that means that. It had dealer plates, and it was a new car, and it just had a tag. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> she's just smart. She's just on getting... it. Yeah, her, she's, she, she's you, a great she, cop. You watch her just putting it together, and slow, methodical, just slowly putting it together, and it leads her to Jerry Lundegaard. And Lundegaard can't lie well enough to get out no, of it. No, he gets too nervous. He says too much. He's like, defensive. This is, this is lying 101. You can't get defensive. You You can't. Say don't don't say more than they're asking. That's right. Uh, not that I've ever lied before. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't break into any of those houses. <laughs> those cops are racist, Mom. I don't know why they're doing this to us. Mom, we did it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dude, Tony sold me out. But uh, Steakin, she, she in this role, she, all the things are true. She's pregnant. She like he's like you okay? He's like. I'm just going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> but she, even though she's, she's, she's the most unlikely hero, yeah. she's the hero. It's bad, too, man. She even faces down Grimsrud. Yeah, yeah, she does. She ain't scared. She goes and she doesn't call back up. She says, he's here there's right now. There's a car. There's a car. There's a car. Yep. There's my shit. Yep. Dude. She's bad, dude. I, I, she made me nervous. Dude. But she, I thought he was going to kill her. Because she. Because the, the whole movie leading up to that, you know he's a dog. He. he Heartless. Heartless, but she, she deals with them. She just shoot him through the leg. Did she get him through the leg. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Oh, this guy's run away. He's running across a frozen lake, and she's like, "Bam!" She like it down. Okay, rewind. We can't. We get. We're, we're skipping too far. What I miss? What I miss? What do I miss? What do we miss? No, I'm just saying we got to rewind. We, we're okay. skipping too. Yeah, we're too going to the end of the movie. I'm yeah. just saying. I there's one of some of her scenes that I love. I the, the scene where she meets the old person from high school. She's genuinely, she's not looking for an affair. She's what? genuinely it, being listen, a sweet okay, girl. Okay, let me ask you this. Why was that even in the movie? 
I think it's just giving us a fuller, a fuller scene of her life. That, that's, you know, she's just, it's just giving us, it's just letting her see more of who she is as a person. And um, she's so trusting. Yeah. And that takes advantage of her. He's a, he's a creeper. He's living with his parents, dude. He lies about his wife dying, dude. Which, which ends up that that, he was creeping on her. that girl's not only alive, but he was stalking her. Oh my gosh, dude! That guy is so he just—that so was weird and uncomfortable. That whole scene was uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. She was just being nice. Yeah. He called her at home in the middle of like like late at night. What a weird What a weird news. I mean, we let's watching this movie. If I, my kids ever watch this, it's gonna be hard because there's so much technology is different, like phones and cords and not like driving, not knowing where you're at. Vibrate on your phone. The phone wakes her up in the middle of the night. Ring! That's what it is, dude. That's what it was. Um, so great cast. Now let's go ahead and go into some of the, the great scenes of this film. Because there's so now the music in this film. Opening scene is also made greater because the music. They're driving and there's this weird ominous sound. Um, Steakin, dude. Um, okay. Today, Junior. I'm just going through my office. Okay. Now Jerry Lundegaard's a piece of crap. The worst crap. But his dad isn't kind. No, his dad's a piece of shit. His father-in-law. His father-in-law. Father-in-law, dude, what do he say? He's like, yo, we got this deal. He's like, listen, this deal would be real good for Gene, me, and whatever the, ba- the kid's name. What's the, uh, um, Scotty. Scotty, Gene, and me. It'd be real good for us. Scotty, Gene, never have to worry about anything. Dude, that, You're that, like, dang. Dude, dude, that is, he gives him a look to his sideways look like. Yep. Like, you ain't nothing, fool. I'm like, putting up with this because of you. He's trying to watch that game. Oh. <laughs> dude, he's like, so is, uh, are you staying over for dinner? Like, he's like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go to McDonald's? Just got done eating. <laughs> um, the father-in-law, listen, the father-in-law is a piece of crap so much. It's crazy. So much goes wrong in this film. So, like, first of all, Buscemi, or no, sorry, Lundegaard tells us, he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, we're going to charge 100, how much, 100 grand? No, 10 grand, right? It's 100 grand. 40 grand. 40 grand, we're going to ask for my father-in-law. You get 20, oh, I no, get 20. No, I thought you were talking about what he's giving to Buscemi. No, no, what is, what is he going to pay the two guys for robbing his wife? 40,000. So it's 80,000 altogether and gives 40 each? Yes. He's like, I'm going to take 40 from me. 40. But he actually asked for a million dollars. Yes. So he's really taking... Nine hundred sixty thousand. <laughs> Wait, no, not yet. Million cash. And so he's. But thing is, it's crazy how greedy everybody is. I know. It's look, the greed. Buscemi realizes is a million dollars, not forty, not eighty, a million million. So he buries. He gets the eighty out. Buries a bunch of it. No, he gets forty out. He's gonna give him the twenty thousand dollar cut. He's playing as though like yep. he's playing like London Guard got his forty. We got our forty to split. I'm gonna give you twenty. Gets to the house, gives the guy his twenty thousand dollar cut, and the guy's like, "Well, you have the car, so I should get five more grand." Yeah, yeah, pay me for car. Buscemi should have been like, "Fine, yeah, fine. I got all the money, a milli milli." Yeah, but he's gotta talk trash and gotta just. All of a sudden, Mr. Big Man. With a bullet through his face. Okay. The father-in-law messes that scene. The father-in-law is stupid. He goes with a gun. He's going to be cowboy. You know why he doesn't want to lose his money? 
He doesn't want to lose his money. Yep. And dude, that scene goes horrifically wrong. Dude, Buscemi oh. gets shot in the face. That's a great shot. He's like, that's insane. What does he say? He, he yells at him. What does Buscemi no yell? No money, no gene, or no gene, no money. And I don't know. Buscemi's just pissed. He's like, who are you? Yeah. Where's London? Go? Where's Jerry? Where's Jerry? But when he shoots the old man, he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he yells, he says something to the old man like, "Don't you want it? Not what you wanted." Then he shoots him to the face. It's. Ooh. That scene's insane. That's nasty, dude. And the way it, like the way it looks in the flesh, the way it bleeds, the way he's peeling the paper off. Oh, the is the, oh. I don't know how they got that so real because we've all had cuts where the, you leave it too long, you got it hurts to get Peel it off. It off. And he can't exactly go to a hospital. No, he's shot. You know, any gun, any gun wound is reported. Yeah. So he, dude, he had the mother load of the money. Talks trash, and he knows this guy's a psycho. He walks in, and the, the the wife is dead. Yeah, and he didn't even care. Didn't even care. At that point, you got to be like, I got to get out of this room with my life. Oh, she was going crazy. She wouldn't shut up. Oh, we got to do what you got to do. Yeah, they didn't care. He should have gave him the five grand. Because you got a milli milli. The most money ever. All the money. Cold, stone cold cash sitting. And because. Here's how stupid he is, though. He takes like a stick. You're not ever he finding He takes that. a short scraper, which You're no Michigander see it. No Michigander uses a, that, that little scraper. If I don't have the full long two hander, yes. what's it good for? It's not good for anything. You're gonna clean just your side. <laughs> Stupid. And you, even with the short one, you kick it to the middle. If you got first a, of all, you got that short one. That thing's gonna get blown over. Snow's going to blow it over. Do that little thing he puts in the snow. It's, he's going to lose it. You're you're not one good snowfall it. or even a drift, it's drift, gone forever. Drift, you're not seeing that. No way. That money is buried and gone. Yeah. He's so stupid. Man. Everyone's so stupid and greedy. I know. I know. Lundegaard, when they... We, we, we went too far. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm jumping at the very end of the movie. I apologize. Um, okay. Now, one thing that's hard for me is I hope I don't... The wife... Is naive. Yeah. That scene is hilarious. When the bad guys come to break in and she just watches them. She's just staring like, what's yeah. happening? They're in the right house? <laughs> Damn it. She just sits she's watching there the TV. She's laughing. And then the she house just, is nice and warm. And she's looking at the guys outside like, what's, what are they doing? He's got a crowbar yeah. and a face. Listen, if someone comes to my window with a crowbar and a face mask, I'm on the move. If somebody comes to my window with a crowbar and a face mask, I say, no gun? You're f- <laughs> Thank you. I've been looking for this. I've been looking for the exercise, dude. Especially some idiot like that. I need ointment. <laughs> dude, she doesn't react until he breaks through the second patio window. Like, I, I got I got the kids in the floor to know that you don't just stare. You gotta react. You gotta move. You, she's just so sweet and naive and innocent. Mm-hmm. She's like, "What's happening?" And it's just that, that, that the culture that they must be at the wrong house. And dude, oh, it's locked. They're not gonna get in. They come through. She runs and, and she gets the, the phone. And when they pull it through the to, to the, that's another thing. It's dated. It's so dated that the phone just gets ripped right out of. It her happens. Hands. That's what yeah. the phone is. A, if you're in a room and the phones, someone else all the push the, the hang up button. They pull the thing. They pull out of the wall. You're screwed. Yep. But dude, I feel bad because she was kind of like clear. He's look. He's getting an ointment and he looks at the shower. And she, he doesn't do anything. He's just looking at it. 
And she comes out of there screaming. And he doesn't do anything. Yeah. She knocks herself out. Yep, falls down the stairs. Dude, I'm like, it's a comedy of errors. It is. Poor girl. Poor, dude. You, and he takes her and they kill her. You know what's crazy? Is it's 32 minutes in before you ever meet France, uh, um, uh, the, the girl, before you meet uh, Stick and Margie. Really? 32 minutes. You do Jerry, you meet the criminals, you, all this stuff happens, and then you finally meet. She's seven months pregnant. Now, what's funny is Scotty, their son, in his room, I noticed, first of all, he had a White Snake poster, which is hilarious. White Snake is a, is a metal band, I know right? Who White Snake is. But he also has. Here I go again on my own. He also has a poster for the Accordion King, a polka band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Dude, it's like a funny mix of a kid. Um, but uh, Steakin, um Shep Proudfoot's a great character because Shep is a good liar. Because she, yep. she gets Shep and she tears him up. She's got his number. She's asking the questions, the right things, and he just is silent. And he goes and finds Buscemi and beats the crap. Yeah, he does. Whips him with a belt. And you see the welts. It's weird. Dude, thing about um, Buscemi is you find out Buscemi, cause because his, cause Grimble doesn't talk at all, Buscemi gets all frustrated, goes to the bar, and is talking trash about killing guys, talking trash about being hardcore criminals. What an idiot he was. He gave away the location. Yeah, I'm going crazy up there at the cabin. Idiot on the lake, cabin on the lake. Cabin on the lake. Um... You know a guy can get some action? <laughs> what kind of action? <laughs> <laughs> um, stinking the wood chipper scene. It's one of the most We got to stop going to the end, dude. I'm sorry. Rewind. Let's build Rewind. this Rewind. I'm not doing shots. I'm just going through things I really love watching this movie. Okay. Our biggest thing that people complain about is that we don't even talk about the movie. We don't set them up. We're in the movie. We're in the movie, the scenes, the I know, characters. Saying, so, you know, you can't go from, we just met Margie to the woodchipper. <laughs> woodchipper um, is the craziest thing I've ever seen. They're, 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 the scenes, it's so, watching this movie, you're laughing, you're tense, you're afraid. Yeah. You're I mean, uncomfortable. The, the, it, it crazy how the tone can shift so quick. Like that scene when they break in, you're scared for her. When she goes down the stairs in that shower curtain, you're like, this is so... But the thing is, life is a comedy of errors. Life is just... There's a scene in Miller's Crossing where um, it's, a, it's a Coen Brothers movie. It's a, well, one of my favorite Coen Brothers ever. And they tell the... The, 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 the cops come to raid a mob um, speakeasy. Prohibition's on... It's like, yo, come out with your hands up, you know, and you'll take, you'll take your life. So a guy comes out with his hands up, and a dude just shoots him with a gun. And the guy falls on dead. And he looks around like, I shot him. And the guy on the ground, his leg kicks like a little spasm. And everyone laughs. And the guy shot him and looks around like, because hey, hey, hey. I, I did that. Like, I'm cool. Everyone likes me. And it's this little detail. And I, I've always loved it because it's like, in the middle of this horrific reality. There's a little bit of comedy. There's a little bit of just, I'm a person who needs to be affirmed. Like, it's yeah, just a really yeah. weird thing. And it, that, that's, that's real life. In the middle of, in, dude, we're in the middle of a pandemic. And what pe- people, people do, people do crazy weird things every day. Social media people are posting crazy stuff. 
every day. People revealing how like small they are, how dumb they yeah. are, oh my how God. needy they are. Look at me. Like it's crazy. Dude, we are. It's a comedy of errors, dude. Life is a comedy of errors. Yeah, right and that's why I love the Coen Brothers. They capture so well these just these random like they just capture so well the absurdity of life sometimes. Um, but this movie made mad famous by the last scene, this wood chipper scene. She comes around the back, and this guy, he's in a jacket and is like taking long johns, right? Yes. Is he wearing shoes? Yeah, he's got big boots on. Oh, yeah, he got big boots on. But just long johns, just hillbilly. Not, it's not hillbilly. What is that called? It's a version of hillbilly, right? Just hillbilly it out, and he is grabbing. He's just leaning on that leg, that foot, just pushing it down. And there's just blood-covered snow everywhere. And that scene, it's grotesque, but it just, it's so awful, it burned into people's minds. People remember that scene forever. And what's crazy is he can't hear her when when she's giving a command. Oh, yeah, she's got him dead to rights, and she's trying to yell stuff to him. And he he, he, he starts turning like, what? Am I hearing something? it's, It's incredibly filmed. Um... Fargo is an incredible film. It's hilarious. It's scary. It's winter. It's so cold, man. Dude, under the blankets. And you know, movies able to do this is a hard thing. Like, there's a movie called Insomnia with Al Pacino. Man. Watching that movie, I feel like I haven't slept in a while. At yeah. the end, where there's a scene where he's driving and there's the the wiper, he's watching the wipers and starts getting, and I'm like, I feel like I was, I felt like I'm falling asleep. Yeah. I felt, I've been this tired where I'm driving the windows down, I'm slapping myself, and I'm like, am I sleepy or is the movie doing, it's, ooh. Is the kid from Fargo the kid that's in Shameless? Oh, I don't know. I think it's too long ago, isn't it? I think it's him, dude. Like, um, you mean Scotty? Yeah. He'd be so old now. He's 40. Is that really him? I'll tell you in a second. I don't know. I feel like that's him. Ah, right, who knows? Okay. Well, we're going to get into some more stuff in a second, so let's go ahead and go through how you support the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com. So I started on Thetray. You can give a dollar a month to make the podcast go. Let's say it pays the bills. Let's expand new territory. I know right now everyone's kind of tight on money. If you can't, no worries. I'm just telling you how you can if you'd like to. Next, you get T-shirts, man. Redrum.threadless.com is t-shirts for sale. We got our Dang Gina t-shirt, our Raised by Movies t-shirt, our Redrum Classic t-shirt, all available right now for you to purchase, okay? So that's all. If you want to support the podcast, these are ways. Oh, you can leave a review. That's it. That's, that doesn't cost you a dollar. Leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a review on Spotify. Um, that'd be really great. So raise this right. We haven't, we've been working around this for the last little while. I'm going to say something right now. I watched this movie. This movie has... A wood chipper, blood all over snow, cra- people getting murdered all over the place, faces just ripped up by bullets. It's a brutal film. And still in the midst of it, I held my wife's hand sometime and dr- just brought her close to me. Why? Because of Norm and Margie. Dude, their love story is beautiful, dude. When you first meet them, she gets a call because it's a murder. Mm-hmm. She gets up, and he's like, it was like, what, 4 a.m.? Yeah. She's like, I got to go in. He's like, all right. She goes out of bed and make her breakfast. Yep. She's like, She's like no, no, go back to bed. You got to have a good breakfast, Margie. 
And she's like, on oh, Norm. Like, and he just gets up, makes her eggs. Got her coffee. Just take it because she's got to go to work. The best is when she leaves. He just pulls her plate over and starts eating the one she didn't eat. <laughs> that's the best. That's, listen, that's the, the dad husband move. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I used to order. I'm just thinking pig face. I always used to order like. <laughs> My uh, McDonald's combo plus an extra sandwich. That was my go-to move because I'm a, just a nasty, gross person. <laughs> now with the kids on our heads, I know they're going to give me some extra fries, extra nugs. I just, just I wait for them just to wait. Just wait looking like. Ernest <laughs> is like a stinking bird on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like whatever is not eaten, I eat. And it's great. Um, but uh, I'm just thinking that. But normally. But then she comes back. Like, I wonder like because you see her walk in the hallway, go outside. And hilarious. And I'm like, why is the shot not cutting? And she walks back in. She's like, hey, Norm, I need it. The, the crew Prowler, needs- Prowler needs a jump. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and he's, and listen, you think a guy would be annoyed out of his mind. Nope, that's his baby. That's his baby holding his baby. He doesn't complain. Because he's like, you're, 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 you're planning to eat and go back to, you're planning to go back to bed. You, okay, we've kind of established watching this movie that he's a painter. He just kind of he's an artist. He just paints. Yes. She takes care of the bills, takes care, you know, she takes care of him. And she builds him up. Dude, watching how she encourages him. Man. Did you see he's scared? Mm. He's the other painter's a better painter. And he's got a he's, he's going to he's trying to get his his is it his pheasant or his quail? Or he's got a bird going on the so, Yeah, something. And so he's in the opening contest to be on the new US stamp. And she's just, she's just the way she speaks life into him. I know. She believes in him, believes in his Bills dream. Builds him up and he gets excited. He does, dude. Oh. And at the very end, you find out that she's like, she, it's almost like La Bamba. She wants to know. Because she gets her, she breaks her case. She finds the bad guy. Yep. She solved the murders. Yes, exactly like La Bamba. She's on top of the, like, she's the biggest success in her career. But she wants to know about her yes. husband's yes. victory. about his Stamp. How'd the painting go? He's like, ah, I won the two cents. I got the, the three, three cents. Cent stamp. Three cents. And he's all bummed about it. You tell he's a bear. She goes, that's great. You know how important the three cents stamp is? What about when all the postage changes? The, the, the price of the postage. Everybody's going to need a three cents stamp. He's like, you know, he's just like, you're right. They are going to need that three cents. They're going to need it forever. And the, the, the stamp that he got is going to be discontinued someday. Yeah. And your three cent stamp will be there forever. Like, she, and I started thinking like, damn, I need a three cent stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but the, just the, the, he's, I literally watched that movie. I'm like, I need to be a better husband. Like, I, 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 when does that happen in a the movie? The way he holds her. I mean, when they go to, I mean, man, they go to dinner. All the cops know who he is. Hey, Norm, how's that painting going? <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, they go to the buffet. Yeah. And she's tearing it up, oh, dude. Yeah. So is he. <laughs> oh, he is, dude. But uh, they're just, it just, it just, just, and it's. Their love story is so beautiful. It's not like, it's not Instagrammable. It's no. not sexy. Nope. It's not adventurous. It's not like a pictures of us climbing a mountain. It's just it's two people. real. Happy. It is real, dude. Who love one another. And it's only, the, it's all there for them. Yes. And that's the beauty thing. I, I just can't stand seeing everybody's everything on Facebook, on Instagram. That, their love is real. I don't have to worry like, yeah, they posted another thing. I wonder what's going on at home. It's real. It's beautiful. The way that the movie ends, they got the baby coming, and she's like, we're going to be okay. And they're just holding each other, dude. It is beautiful, man. I can't believe how inspiring their love was to me. Crazy, dude. Just it was it was so sweet and just it's just not 
how do you say it? <sighs> Most Hollywood movies are so like built up. Yeah. Everyone, you know, it's just two normal looking people. Normal looking, normal acting. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? You know who Norm is? You know who Norm is, dude? Drew Carey's brother on the Drew Carey show? Is he? Yeah, and he was on Beautiful Girls too. He's on Beautiful Girls? He's the bartender's brother. They were working the bar together. Remember after uh, Matt Dillon got beat up? Yes. He was you know who else he is? Hmm. He's the barber in Gran Torino. Oh, my gosh. When he comes in, he's like, he's like, 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 like yelling at each other like, oh, Polak and a cheek walk in. I probably shouldn't say that line. That's for the movie. That's what it says. I'm quoting a movie. Um, but uh, and then the, the Chinese guy comes in. He's like, you tatted mother effer. And the guy, he's like, pulls a shotgun on him. Dude, it's so funny, dude. Ask him I how forgot he, about that. Ask him about his day. Talk about how it worked. You're working over to tell your girls talking trash. And they're trying to tell him. And he's like, I got no job. I got no girl. I got no car. The guy's like, he's like, I should have blown your head off when you had the chance. <laughs> dude, but that's, it's, that's him. That's Norm. Yeah, he's great, dude. He's really fun, dude. But Norm and Margie, I, I, watching them as a, as a grown man, I just... Mike Yanagita! <laughs> <laughs> I saw you on the TV! Yeah, I figured I'd call you, so uh, I called you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want to say something. Are you good on a phone or not good on a phone? I'm too good on a phone. I'm terrible on I'm a phone. I'm so good on When a I phone. call, I'm like Mike Yanagita. Dude. Like yeah, I'm, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm so good on a phone because I talked to Henry on the phone two hours a day, dude. Dude, I'm just like... So, uh... I met her in the next murder. Dude, I'm just, I just don't... I'm like, I'm, it's like, so, yeah, so I'm calling people, and so I'm calling you. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, dude, if you talk to me on the phone, you're fine. No, I, I think if I call, like, the, the, the cold call part, I'm like, you and me are brothers. Yeah. If I got to cold call someone or call, like, the stick on tire or call the tax person, I'm terrible. Like, I called your tax person, and I, my message is like, listen, my name's Ernesto. My brother Antonio goes to you sometimes, or comes to you. He told me I could come to you, too, because he had a Flint thing. I got a Flint thing, too. I'm just, like, rambling. Did you guys end up hooking up? Oh, he, uh, I, he was on vacation. When he came back, it got shut down. I told him to okay. call when they reopened the world. So everything for Flint's shut down right now anyway. Yes. Right? Okay, good. Dude, you know how many chuggy. people, as a pastor, I have to marry illegally right now? It's crazy. Well, uh, that sounds... Does Angie know about this, dude? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can live down a Dearborn. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> I got 18 wives, dude. <laughs> and 20 problems. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, sneaking. Because the city is closed. There's no marriage licenses. People who are scheduled to get married want to get married. And the, the, it's a sign from God. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it Will Ferrell? My Ganagina! <laughs> is that, no, is it? Who's the guy who's like, not too late, get out. Like, is that Vince, Vince Vaughn. Oh, it's Vince Vaughn. Okay. Stupid, man. I'm not a talker. <laughs> that movie is so classic, dude. I've never seen it. You've never seen Old School? Never seen Old School? <sighs> never saw Wedding Crashers. Old School is way more important than Wedding Crashers. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. Old School is like our generation's Animal House, dude. Really? Yes. And it's better than Animal House. You're going to get shot for saying that. Whatever. I'm not 65 years old. Like Anagina! Tony, I'm going to come back to it. Dang it. You blew my mind! Yes, I know. 
I, I it blew my mind. I've always thought Buscemi was the guy who was vouched for. Listen, I did too until I watched it this last time. Wow. I'm telling you, dude. Listen, here's the thing, too, and this is true. If a vouch is a very powerful thing, and like Shep Proudfoot, someone came to me and said the guy you vouched for for someone else, I'm like, I I think I vouched for him. Yep. I didn't vouch for the guy. And he was crazy. I'm trying to think here. Does Buscemi mess it up or does I don't know, Matt? Buscemi did too much talking. They found the cabin because of Buscemi. It's true. Uh, Criminal wise, Buscemi messed the whole thing up. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe dude Stinkin Lundegaard put his dad in the trunk, didn't he? Yes, he did. He covered up what a couple of his dad. Yes. His dad was why why let it let it play. He doesn't let it play. Listen, I'm gonna get to that last scene. Seeing Lundergaard get caught, he's like an animal. That scene is like you're like, who what is this guy? And Scotty has a dead mom and a dead, dead grandpa. Prison. Dead grandpa. But I'll tell you what's gonna happen. You get all that money. That kid's gonna be rich as a mug, dude. It's no way. It's no fucking way. <laughs> Stupid. I don't think you should go out for hockey this season. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you watch that mouth, Scotty. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's gonna happen is the dad's lawyer is gonna have to figure out what to do with him until he turns eighteen. Holy cow, dude! It's brutal. Brutal. Jerry Lundgaard's a piece of trash. How about when um, Marge? Is talking to stinking uh, Grumsrud, telling him in the car. It's all about money, huh? I assume that was Mrs. Lundegaard that was laying there on the floor dead. He's just sitting there looking at her. She is giving him the business, like ripping this dude. Like, but you can't believe, like, so ashamed. <laughs> she's a good person who has met evil. She's like, this is stupid. Yeah. You're stupid. What is this for? Why? Yeah. Why so much destruction and carnage? For what? For what? Mm-hmm. For a little bit of cheese. Yep, a little bit of cheddar that's going to be spent. Holy cow. Dude. And he's just sitting there like, damn. <laughs> he's actually listening to her, too. Like, his face looks like a kid. He got a blank. His face, his just blank, stupid face is great. He's an idiot. Remember him when he's watching the I want Pancake House. <laughs> <laughs> Remember him watching the, the, the... Oh, when he's like... Soap opera? Yeah, oh yeah. And he's like, move the motion. Oh, he's like... <gasps> like he like, can't believe what's happening. And you can barely... Did you see who the actor was in that soap? What are you talking about? You didn't see who the actor was? What are you talking about? How have we not talked about this? What are you talking about? It's Bruce Campbell. No, it's Go not. Go back and watch. That's a young Bruce Campbell on that soap. The soap in... In the movie. On the TV, that's all... On the TV that you can barely see. Watch it again. Voice, that's Bruce Campbell. No I swear, I will way. bet my stimulus check on it, dude. I can't bet that my wife would kill me. Dude, I'm telling I'll you. I'll be like, what are you hosting in a uh, webcam jump? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. This hoochie mama dress. You me this hoochie mama dress. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the same place, dude. We went to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Rosie Perez was a gangster yeah, in that she, movie, dude. She put it on him, dude. Um, <laughs> that's proof. That's incredible. Dude, listen to this. I was looking. I watched. I watched the, with the kids. Watch the Pikachu, Detective Pikachu movie. You see Ryan that? Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. You see the movie? Hell no, I ain't watched it. Listen, that. there's a scene where he goes into this guy's house and the TV's on, and it stinks on the TV. Deadpool. It, no, it's uh, Angels with Dirty Hearts. 
Home Alone? Home Alone! You know that's fictional for Home Alone, right? I, I'm, I'm saying that fictional movie is in on that's the background funny. in that. That's funny. It's a, it's a Home Alone 2 one. Get on your knees and tell, tell me you love me. me. Dude, it, I'm like, that's... You like, smooching with everybody. No! <laughs> <laughs> I love you, <laughs> dude. Uh, do wear a coat. It's colder. <laughs> it's colder. <laughs> then I can... Nest to love that. I, I laugh. What, his, the tears blow up in his eyes, dude. <laughs> Tim Curry. What a Tim genius. Curry's great. in his goose. Dude, that movie has no right to be funny. And he just kills it. Oh, dude. Whoopi, he, he pull, uh, what does he do? Pulls out the fake breasts and she pulls out the fake sock out of it. <laughs> Beard in his goose. Dude, it's one of the best. The best. It's, it's the whole movie. It's the best. <laughs> He's walking, and it's the little girl's the shoes. Little girl's feet and then all ankles. of a sudden, you see the cigarette hit, and he puts it out. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's Tim Crew the beard, dude, and braided hair, <laughs> dude. She, dude, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, anyways. okay, all right. So, our next episode of We're on Theater, we got a special, a, a great episode coming at you, a classic film that we love. That we watched all the time as kids. I mean, all the time. We're going Sly Stallone straight 80s. What are we doing, Tony? First of all, are you saying we're done with the podcast already? It's an hour and ten minutes in. <sighs> Have we talked enough? You know, we, 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 just, we, we just thinking we made out this movie for the last hour. Dude. We, we kissed it, took it home, bought a dinner. Bought it blue night. balls, dude. I feel like we're not done. <laughs> <laughs> what movie are we doing next week? All right, listen. Because we love greasy food. Oh. And we're just funny. <laughs> and arm wrestling. Yes, arm wrestling. Heck and yeah. semi-truck driving. Oh, yeah. And trucker hats. And working out while we drive. <laughs> <laughs> Got me a stinking 20, 22-ounce pop when I'm driving. <laughs> We're doing over the top. Over the top, baby. Dude, and it is. I am so excited. Is it on Netflix right now? Last time I checked, it was on Prime. Prime. Okay. Um, I'm sure it's on all of the above. Okay. Listen, you listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. If you like the show, leave a review. You follow the show at Facebook at facebook.com. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you pretty pretty soon at the Red Room Theater. Probably a couple weeks. Boom, baby. Wee.